for a bar? What more do you want yeah. in terms of the beer being provided to you? Uh, do you want them to put it in a in a, a Viking horn and fuddle, funnel it down your gullet? Why do I feel like that might happen here sometimes? <laughs> uh, well, there you go. That's to my point. That, there's vibes of that. Yeah. So. Hey everyone, welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. You can check out our bonus content at patreon.com slash A-Grade podcast for extra videos, photos, and full report card reviews of every place we visit. There should be a link in the description as well. My name is Joe, and I am joined, as always, of course, by... Hi everybody, I'm Jackie. And I should start this week's episode by saying that that introduction took every fiber of my being because I am very tired. And I know we were (laughs) arguing before this episode started recording that you're very tired too. Yes. However, I did get up at, I don't know, 7 a.m., did some pre-prep work for my class, my college classes, taught from 9 to 6, and then we drove down to Philadelphia and for those of you who have been waiting for our Philadelphia episodes, we are here. Here they are. And it's almost midnight, but we are powering through and we'll see what we can do in terms of an episode tonight. Because like I said, I am burnt, but I'm I'm beyond I'm beyond meat. I'm I'm beyond burger. I'm beyond Joe. I don't even know if that makes sense. You were in the overdrive. You're yeah, after your your gas has run out, you were in overdrive. I'm on that E line. I'm below the E. And, and I'm still going somehow. <laughs> and we joke that I am normally a morning person, but luckily as a middle school teacher, I am on spring break right now. So I was able it's not spring break, February break. So I was able to get a little more sleep than you today. But nevertheless, as you say, we are in Philadelphia in our hotel room ready to record and i am super excited yeah so let's just try to get through this i feel as if i'm going to ramble so much more than normally i don't even know what i just said so far that's how like boggled my mind is at the moment but you know what i'm having a great time so far in philly we got in a couple hours ago uh thank you for joining us those of you who are first time listeners this is a bit strange because i don't even know how this audio quality is going to sound we literally just set up the recording equipment in the hotel room so you never know how that's going to go But we'll see. And thank you, returning listeners as well, because we appreciate everybody who keeps coming back. And yeah, we got into Philly, I don't know, maybe two, three hours ago. Yes. Yeah. Around 9 p.m. Yeah. And we decided, obviously, if you go back and listen to any of our episodes, we primarily focus on coffee roasters and craft breweries. However, yeah, we're trying to include and incorporate some other types of things and Like we've said as sort of some teasers over the past few weeks, we have quite the lineup, the list of coffee roasters and craft breweries that we want to review and grade in Philadelphia. But we decided tonight, since we were getting in later, I don't think we got to where we reviewed tonight till, what, 9.30, 10 o'clock almost. So most craft breweries are, if they're not closed, they're winding down by then. Their kitchens might even be closed. So We want to get the full experience there for what they have to offer. So instead, we decided our first night here to check out a place that pretty much everybody I've talked to has recommended, and I had never heard of it, but the word that kept coming up was monks. Monks, 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 monks. Have you heard of monks? Have you been to monks? Are you going to monks? Do you want to check out monks? Are we at monks? It was monks, 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 right? 
Yeah, I was shocked because even when we were talking about getting recommendations for coffee shops or craft beer breweries, people told us Monks anyway. And Monks Monks is not a craft beer brewery or a coffee roaster, but it was so highly recommended and they do serve food late into the night. So we decided to venture out and to review Monks as our first Philadelphia review. And I guess our first non-coffee roaster craft brewery review in some ways, we've done some sort of maybe hybrid places, but this is something that we're planning to do anyways. I mean, we have a full list of places that people have recommended, including distilleries, pizza places, restaurants. So a bar is not outside of our purview of places we want to go to. And Monks, I believe we decided we were kind of talking before the episode, how do we classify Monks? I think it's technically a bar, right? You would call it that? Yes, it's technically a bar. And if you do go to their website, which we did, it is a bar that has won numerous awards for the beers that they have on tap. And they've won awards even in craft beer magazines and journals. So... It felt like it was still in our realm of a unique experience that we were going to get here. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I guess that can lead us right into the grading rubric, which I have no idea how you're going to grade this place. I'm not even quite sure how I'm going to grade this place. You usually think out these grades much more than I do before the episode begins. But we obviously have... Well, why don't you just take us through briefly and remind everybody of our grading rubric categories. Absolutely. So the grading rubric is going to stay exactly the same, even though it's a bar. And the first one is atmosphere and ambiance. After that, we have service. Then we have beer. And finally, we have food. We will then take all of those in consideration and each come up with our own individual grades that may be the same, may differ. But either way, by the end of this episode, we will have an overall podcast grade for Monks. And if you want to see our grades for all the previous places you that we have been, you can either listen to the episodes or become a Patreon subscriber. And we have an awesome report card of all of the grades and how you want to actually enjoy each place. That was a seamless A-grade plug for the patreon my my tire delirium is turning (laughs) me into a plug robot (laughs) patreon.com slash a grade podcast link in the description it's as easy as that and lots of behind the scenes photos and videos as well yeah yeah there's lots of that and some quite embarrassing stuff like me trying to chug whatever that was in that episode oh yeah a few a few episodes back yeah and me jumping into snow like i'm a five-year-old so good stuff yeah (laughs) a great stuff let me tell you a great and lots of bathrooms Lots of bathrooms, which, uh, well, you have to you have to sign yes. up on Patreon to find out. Anyways, uh, do you want to start with atmosphere and ambiance? Sure. Yeah. Let's. Let, what do you got? Come on. Okay. So this was interesting because Monks is a. It's on a city street in the downtown city center of Philly. Yeah. Where are we? Central Philly. Yes. They call it. We're really close to Rittenhouse Square, and we're in Central Philly. So Monks is just a random bar in the midst of all of other the other things that Philly has to offer, right? And we weren't sure what to expect be, because it is very popular. We weren't sure if it was going to be crowded or not. And we did hear that sometimes there are lines 
in order to get in because it's first come first serve. They do not take reservations. And that makes sense when you walk in. So when you walk in, it does seem like it's housed in an older building. I almost felt like I was kind of stepping back into the past a little bit. It's a narrow building where you walk in and immediately you hear the sounds of people talking and laughter. And it was pretty crowded considering it was 9.30 on a Thursday. But luckily, we were able to get a table. And when you walk into it, it's very dim, the lights, almost a little bit dark. It almost seems a little bit like dive bar, but not quite. More like you're stepping back into into time a little bit, where I felt like I was almost at a bar in like the revolutionary period or something because there was like wood paneling and other kind of hints like that where you felt like you were stepping back to pre-cell phone, pre-technology, like that kind of vibe. It had that nostalgic feel to me when I went in. There was really cool paintings on the wall. Again, super limited seating and a little bit small and cramped, but that kind of fit the feel of this very homey, loud, local, popular bar. Does that make sense? Does that resonate with you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I as well sort of wasn't quite sure what to expect because everybody had said go there, but I don't really pay attention. I mean, I lose track of what people are saying within, I don't know, maybe seven seconds of them talking, honestly. And I don't know. I just all I remembered was go to monks. Maybe that's because of what people kept telling me. But I know that they were good things that they were telling me about this place. And really, when we were walking down there, it all of a sudden dawned on me. Oh, crap. Should we have reserved a table or something? I didn't even know that they didn't take reservations because it was so hyped that I didn't want to look into it too much. I sent you the menu beforehand because I was so hungry at work that I said, I got to check out their food menu. And I saw that they had frog legs and some other bizarre stuff. And so that just confused me more because I thought, I don't know what I'm stepping into at this point. And so I realized like, ooh, should we have made a reservation right when we we saw the sign coming down the block uh, conveniently just a few blocks from our hotel room. And I don't know, I didn't know what to expect at that point. And you walk in and the, the first thing I noticed was that it's this kind of, small hallway and there's a door at the end and it almost felt like a door to an apartment building and then you turn on your right and there's another door a a thicker door that's the door to monks actually and you can hear all those sounds you're describing behind that door and i think there were like bumper stickers or something on the door so you knew it was the door for monks and that to me was sort of the portal into monks and then everything else you said with the dim lighting all sorts of vibes i mean immediately i thought man this place is very genuinely hipster. I mean, I don't want to get too much into distinctions and classifications of what's really a hipster versus what's not, but it was cool. It was chilled. There were This place is cool. You yeah. can tell that it is leaking trendiness. Yeah, this there, place is cool. Yeah, there were there were people who were clearly just from work with collared shirts and even suit jackets, but then just people like me who I had a what, what am I wearing? What is this? Just a long sleeve shirt. <laughs> yeah, long sleeve shirt. People with long sleeve shirts and beanies and glasses on them, which I think is pretty hipster in Anybody, my own way. Anybody, I feel like, could have fit in here. Well, it that's why I liked it. See, that's were. why I liked it. It was I, like Cheers, like yeah, or something. Because I'm a very, I like to think of myself as a very distinct, lame version of hipster, and I felt very much at home 
among these other vibes. <laughs> I think our 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 waitress is it hipster if you call yourself hipster. I think you automatically automatically no, but people lose. call me, but people I call me too. hipster. I call you hipster. Well, I'm referring to what people call me. Then I didn't I didn't ask for this title. Just curious. This mantle. I don't want it. It's and just this what's bar given would to never me. call itself a hipster bar. No, I don't think so. So that's also no. I, I I don't mean it in a derogatory it's just a cool way. Place. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I I don't mean it at all like that. Like I think even our waitress she she had like socks and what I would describe as penny loafers because I don't know how else to describe the shoes, whatever there were vibes going on and it was very cool. It wasn't flaunty or anything Mm -hmm. like that. And like you said, there were the stained glass windows on one side, sort of Um, some pictures of religious stuff relating to monks, I guess just a lot of really subtle decor, especially up front with Belgian beer themed stuff because they're technically that was the one thing I did check on their website that they're a Belgian uh, bar or a Belgian themed bar in general. And the bar was filled with different liquors, wines, beers, beer glasses. There were so many distinct types of beer glasses. You can yeah. tell that they really, you know, took this identity on as a beer bar. Well, yeah, a beer bar would be appropriate. You mean a Belgian bar? Yeah. All right. Well, it's definitely a distinct vibe for sure. And um, what else? What else did you notice? Was there anything else in terms of the atmosphere and ambiance and leading towards a letter grade? Maybe. I one thing that was really strange when we were in there that I have to say is that the lights kept flickering on and off. Oh yeah, and that was I'm weird. I'm not sure if this was just a random thing that was happening the day that we were there but the lights were flickering and it was a little bit you know it was a little bit disarming kind of where i was like is the light by us broken but it kind of fit with the rest of the feel of the atmosphere and ambiance there and it didn't super negatively impact my experience at all that's interesting because i thought the flickering lights were part of the plus for me for the atmosphere and ambiance. I actually really like that because it seemed as if that's just the situation. It's not anything positive or negative. It's just part of the character of however old this building is. I, I think, again, I looked up uh, while we were there at the brewery, and they said that they've been there for 23 years, maybe. So they've definitely at least been operating there that long. And, of course, the building's probably much older. I don't know what was there previously. But, yeah, I thought it if anything, added to the character. So, um, I think character is a really good word. Monks has character. Yeah. The atmosphere and ambiance is its own life and is very alive. It's a distinct place that will sit in your memory and you won't forget because of all these touches that we're talking about. And it is a little bit transformative. That's something that I kind of like as we start going to these places where when you walk in the bar or the craft brewery or the coffee roaster that you feel that transformative feeling, you feel that passion, that character. And monks had all of that. And I could understand while we were sitting there why it was so highly recommended. And it's very interesting because it's a really small space for such a popular bar. So it adds to this sense of it being very exclusive, right? Where you get a table and you enjoy that table and the staff working there seem really talented and really happy to be working there. Everybody was friendly. That does get a little bit into service, but it's part of the atmosphere. And I can remember, I'm going to remember the character and the feel of being in Monk's. 
Yeah, I think what stood out to me maybe most the more you talk about that is the fact that it's sort of we talk about this a lot places that get really popular and they kind of lose that identity, uh, that unique quality and character that made them popular in the first place. It's like becoming the villain because you're the hero type vibe in some senses. And I felt as if this place was still what it was. And I think part of that is maybe the fact that we went on a rainy February in uh, like whatever, on a Thursday night, it wasn't the summer on a Friday, crisp weather, which I would then expect that line out the door and around the block, right? But we say this as well. The reason why we go to some places early in the day when they open is to get a sense of like, all right, what is their true vibe? If they're not if if it seems uncomfortable in the simplest of times, that's really indicative of some larger maybe issues or not so good vibes. And I got the feeling here that, yeah, the vibes were very genuine and it was very comfortable for those reasons. So I think, I think it's time for bathroom corner actually. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Which I actually, honestly, I don't have a lot to say about the bathroom. You're our expert. Take it away. Yeah. I mean, the bathroom was, I don't know. It was, uh, there was so much going on. It it was kind of hard to hone in, to zoom in on a lot of these specific elements, but yeah, basically the bathroom, I don't know, there was a door and it said toilet or something and and it was Belcher, up on a whatever Belgium is. You had to go up a couple of steps. Yeah, I don't know what was going and on. And then the bathroom was to the left. And it was a very small bathroom. Yes. But the it was the sink was small. The toilet But it was also a very clean bathroom. It was clean. I was shocked by how clean the bathroom was. It for, had for this, a Thursday night at yeah. eleven o'clock at a bar. It had it was very simple and plain. It had white and black subway tiles, kind of reminded me of the a 90s bathroom where you have mostly the white tiles with a couple of black tiles put in and just a regular toilet and a regular uh urinal mm. and i always think that's interesting because i find it weird when there's both a toilet and a urinal but i guess it is what it is and it doesn't really we've, matter we've tried to address this on previous i'm not episodes. sure it's a big deal yeah I, I don't know if we're any closer to solving this riddle of why but yeah whatever anyways there was also a secret bar in the back through this door where the people coming out with, I don't know, because the kitchen was past the bathroom doors, but there was also like an office that people were going back into. But then there were other people, uh, customer people. <laughs> I almost called them human people. Customer, this is how tired that's I am. tomorrow, human robot. <laughs> human robot, yeah, that's the brewery we're going to yeah. tomorrow. Uh, there, there were customers coming out and we couldn't figure out, is there a secret place back there? And we were so curious. And then finally, I think I forced you to ask you the waitress. Me. He said, Joe said that it would be less weird if I did it as a girl, just accidentally losing my way on the way to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, like, as opposed to me three beers in stumbling over some I was like, people. I am not doing that. I am not going to get lost when this clearly is the bathroom in a different direction. So I did. See, just- I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I was just like, you just go and because you're good at that. You're good at approaching people and saying, oh, excuse this me. This might be weird, but. Yeah, yeah, as opposed to me where I'm like, oh, look, I'm a little lit, but it's not the <laughs> right. same vibe. Right. And what actually propelled me to do it was the fact that coming out of this secret corner area was about six people coming out with jackets on. And finally, Joe yeah, we was like, like, is it a coat check? You need is to it- go check this out. What's going on back there? So I did ask the waitress and she laughed. And 
thought it was funny that we were asking and she did say that there's a back bar. So there's a back bar and a front bar and the bathroom's kind of in the middle. Mm. And again, it almost felt mazy again. And you were walking around in a maze, this very small space that's very exclusive. And there's different places to sit, but there's not that many tables in each section of the bar. It's a very small space, but still has that cool comfortable character to it yeah I, I think the the back bar there's a long hallway to get to it and I, and I think maybe the kitchen is in between those two spaces again very cool very much a lot of character now i don't know how to add all of this up in terms of an overall atmosphere and ambiance grade because i'm so into the the asking that question in regards to craft breweries so i'm like how does this compare to bars that i've been to right and if I'm trying to really ask and assess, well, what is a C-grade satisfactory experience for a bar versus an A-grade outstanding experience for a bar? So do you have any thoughts on that, what that distinction might be, especially thinking about, obviously, here at Monks? I think that's a great question. And the first thing that comes to my brain when I'm thinking about this is the fact that a lot of bars are the same. They're not unique in any way. They don't really have any character, but they're places that you go because they're local or they're close to where you live. A bar experience is kind of like that. Monks felt above average to me in the fact that there was so much life and history and tradition and feeling in there where it was really unique. Mm. It's not like a bar that you're going to find really in any city just put your hand on a map and say, all right, let's go to a bar in this city. You're not going to find monks. Monks is doing something unique and they take a lot of pride as we're going to get into later in their beer. You're yeah. not going to go into monks and get a Coors Light or a Bud Light. That is not what they're doing. Yeah, I don't think they're that's an option. They're <laughs> doing something much, much higher and with more passion and more intention than a normal bar. So in my brain, that atmosphere and ambiance and that feeling that they created in there puts them above the C average range. So what are you thinking? Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. Due to the fact that it was a little bit cramped hmm. and that maybe it's hard to get in there most nights. Yeah. And that weird flashing light. <laughs> However, the I flashing still think, light. yeah, I still think it was above average. The bathroom, in my opinion, was kind of eh, boring. Okay, whatever. fair enough. Yeah, could have had more character, a little more background about the business and the bathroom, like we talk about. Mm. I'm landing for atmosphere and ambiance at a. I'm between two. You got to pick one. And I'm going to land at a B plus because of the reputation that I've, they have managed to make for themselves. Interesting. B plus. I'm going to go A minus because I think a lot of other times when it's packed, I don't know how that would affect the atmosphere and ambiance. I think maybe it could affect it one way or the other. But I think overall, it's pretty outstanding. They've done such a great job with such a unique space However, having said that, there are sort of limitations to, to that space. But I think you you do want to point out, as we have, I think, where they do uh, try to really embody what 
room they're working with as well as they can. And I think overall, they have done a really fantastic job along those lines. So yeah, I think in that range, that above average to outstanding range is is a really sort of accurate score. Again, this is really challenging for us because we haven't done a podcast grade for a bar yet. I mean, obviously we've been to bars, but I think honestly, most bars I've been to thinking about how we normally grade craft breweries would fall within the C range if they're lucky. So agreed. that's to say that this is doing a fantastic job in, in that sense for those reasons. I agree. Yeah. So that leads us to service. I thought the service was pretty great, honestly. There's a lot to take into account that's different compared to a craft brewery. I think, again, our expectation at a craft brewery is so much different because we're always hoping and expecting to talk to either the brewers themselves or people who have been there a long time and are familiar with the brewing process. And that's not what I think you should expect at a bar, honestly. And I mean, if it if it occurs, that's that's fine. But I really think it's more important to really understand what products they are providing at the bar. And a place like this where, I mean, we'll talk about this when we talk about beer. It's one of the most extensive beer lists I've ever seen, if not the most extensive beer list I've ever seen. So really how I approach the service category in terms of assessing it is how knowledgeable the staff is in regards to what they have to offer there. And I thought overall they were really knowledgeable. I thought our, our waitress was fantastic. I had, and I sort of made a habit of asking questions because I kind of got curious after a while. I was like, how much, how, how deep can I pry into their beer knowledge? Right. And I mean, I, there was never a point where we talk about this as well when somebody phones it in and they kind of fumble and try to just make something up. We do get that experience sometimes, but I didn't get that at all. I mean, she was very honest in terms of uh, what she really liked and and what she recommended. And again, really good recommendations overall. I mean, there were even a couple where I said, well, what about this one? And there was definitely some caution in terms of, oh, maybe you don't want something too smoky like that. It's really smoky, a really smoky beer. And I said, that's actually really good to know. So I thought that level of engagement was fantastic. There were a lot of really nice touches. I think, honestly, what impressed me the most about the service was that we kind of ordered split dishes. We ordered a burger with fries and then a salad with extra fries. And that's kind of like two meals or a meal and a half or a meal and three quarters or something. And our food came out on two plates. The salads came out on two plates. The burger came out cut in half on two plates. We didn't even have to ask. The they salad too. The yeah. salad too was split onto two separate plates. I've never seen that before. And I, was I thought so that was such a nice touch. Yeah. Some places go as far to charge you more if you're sharing. Yeah, that would not be my and vibe. That, and that is not what Monks is doing. They... Our waitress even asked us if we were splitting our last beer that we were trying. Oh, and yeah, I'm sure yeah. she would have brought out two glasses for us. I would also go as far to say that she knew every single beer. Yeah, because I kept asking that list. And I was like, when is she gonna not know? <laughs> and is it safe to say that they have a hundred beers? Probably at least. Probably at more. Least, yeah. I, I do tend to exaggerate. But I think no, it's safe I, this to time, say this time I think you're onto something. That they have hundreds 
of beers. Thousands. <laughs> that's the exaggeration. That, that's what you meant to say. Yes. Yeah. And she really did know every single one and was able to give us really good recommendations. Oh, yeah, definitely. A hundred percent. So, yeah, I thought overall it was a great service experience. It, it was interesting because I was more impressed as it went on. I thought that at first I, I thought, oh, she's really nice. She's really knowledgeable. But the more we talked to her and she asked, like, where you're from and uh, we asked for recommendations around town. I even at one point I said, uh, and I asked this more and more because it's a great question. What, what's the deal with the tap water? And she was like, don't do it. <laughs> She's like, I don't do it. <laughs> um, she had like really good, genuine answers to everything. And even brewery recommendations, coffee roaster recommendations, which was really cool. Um, so I was very happy. I was very satisfied with all of that. So Again, my only challenge is consoling, like, what is my bar service expectation in regards to my experience here? And again, if I ask, like, what more would I have wanted? I don't know what more I would have wanted, honestly. I, I thought it was overall outstanding. So I don't know where that leaves you, but I think I know my grade, honestly. I agree with you. And the big question you said at the end, which is, is there anything more that I can think that I would want that we didn't get? And honestly, my answer is no. Yeah. Also, Same. just a side note, everybody seemed really happy to be working there. Yeah. The staff sure. seemed to get along really well. They were joking around together. They were talking. They were helping each other out. And that's really nice to see that environment in a place. And it does infiltrate every other area of this grading rubric yeah they they were just it was so unique from the bar itself the the atmosphere and ambience like we said to the staff as well there's this one tall dude i don't know he was like 12 feet tall walking around there were just other people who were very unique and diverse even when i went back because i inevitably forgot my umbrella uh to get my umbrella the guy folding napkins or whatever was just like oh ciao and I was so often, I'm learning Italian right now. And the perfect response is arrivederci. And I was so out of context. I was just like, oh, have a nice night. Oh. Uh, like he threw me off because he was so cool. Just being like, oh yeah, ciao. Yeah. Um, it's so casually. So casually. So casual. Just a casual ciao. I was like, that's what I want to be learning Italian. Yes. So anyways, uh, I'm going to go A for uh, service because I thought it was everything that I that I wanted. And, and it wasn't uh, like forced it wasn't putting on airs i mean i've even been to places where yeah they're knowledgeable they know the menu they know everything but i feel uncomfortable i mean you can be an expert but if you're a jerk i'm still gonna say the service isn't great so or a place that is really crowded and really popular so you feel rushed i never once felt rushed no. like they were trying no. to get us out or switch out our table or yeah. anything no like it was that. great yeah I, I really think, good experience so i don't know what you give service but i also am going to give service an a Ooh. which means cue the fireworks you, my friend cue the fireworks well good luck with that because i don't know where i put the soundbite on this computer for it so it might not happen <laughs> so you're gonna you might have to picture fireworks folks. listen you're getting the the midnight <laughs> <laughs> this is the midnight unfiltered version i am this is running out of fuel a grade fast. after hours <laughs> a for after hours. A for after Joey's yes. bedtime. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, so let's what get are we up to oh, beer. beer. Okay, beer. Uh, I guess you got to start with beer. So this is really interesting because, again, it's hard to wrap my head around the fact that they do not brew beer here. Like we've been going to different places that brew beer. But it's also really hard to ignore the fact that they have about 
a hundred, over a hundred thousands, different types of beer that you can order. They have a tap list that is a little bit shorter. Maybe there's 20 beers on their tap list and they have some very, very unique beers on tap that from what we heard, people come, you know, we'll talk about this. You'll, you're more of an expert in this. You could talk about this a little more, but people come, I think from the East coast to come get some of these beers on tap because there is one of the only bars that provide them. And then on top of their tap list, they have a gigantic list of bottled beers from all over the world, not just the country, the world. We ended up getting a German beer that was so unique. All of the beers were very, very unique. I almost felt a little bit overwhelmed <laughs> by the number of beers that were on the list. I didn't even know where to start. And I'm not an expert in beer. I'm learning about beer and reading about beer, but I felt a little overwhelmed like, where do I even start? What do I order? These all seem really good in their own way. I also felt like a lot of the tap beers were super hoppy, which I'm not saying is good or bad, but I definitely was sort of looking for a Pilsner and I or a lighter beer, and I know they were in there, but there were so many. I struggled to find one that I really wanted to pick. What do they call it? Paradox of choice a little bit. But we did end up drinking, we tried about three or four beers, and maybe you can talk a little bit more about those. Yeah, I don't know where to start or go into detail with these beers, because what stood out to me was that they were so unique. And like you said, the fact that there were allegedly hundreds of beers, there might have been, as far as I can tell. But I started with Pliny the Elder, which if you're a craft beer nerd, you probably, that rings a bell. And they had it on tap, which I hear is tap. very rare, and they tap in the morning at 11 a.m. And by the time we got there, Pliny the Younger. Well, that was Pliny the Younger that they tapped. Yes. Yeah. was Pliny the Younger was dead. Already Pliny the Elder empty. was still kicking. Yes. yes. The keg was not kicked, but Pliny was still kicking. <laughs> um, yeah. And I thought the Pliny the Elder was great. It was kind of, it, it had definitely a hoppy vibe, but it was really well balanced with the malt. Overall, it was fantastic. And then the second one I had was i don't remember what it was but it was probably one of the most unique beers i've ever had was that the one that i couldn't pronounce it was just a bunch of german sounding words yeah okay well it was that and i pointed i just pointed it at the menu to her, the waitress and she was like yeah i can't say it either but it's my favorite beer and because i read it i think they were doing a collab with uh hill farmstead which is a very popular craft brewery i believe in vermont and I haven't had many of their beers. I've had maybe a couple over the years, and they've all been fantastic. So I said, well, she loves it. I've heard great things. I got to try it. And it blew me away. I thought it was, again, it was a really great beer, but it was more so unique to me. I didn't know what was going on. It had vibes of being all sorts of different styles of beer. It was hoppy but dry at the same time. It, it just had like a roller coaster of... Um, uh, emotions almost yeah. to, to me and it, it stood out as so unique that i i just couldn't get over it the only thing the third beer that we had was really good it was a double bock i really liked it it was almost kind of like uh thick like a, a barley wine type vibe almost i kind of described it as as it sort of tastes like what i wish barley wines tasted like yeah and it had an aroma of grape juice yeah yeah 
And again, I don't know if that's accurate. I don't care. It was really good too. But the second one blew me away. And I was just really impressed by that because I thought, what else is on this menu that would blow me away like this? So the only critique I think I would have is the fact that the list is overwhelming. Now, if you're a craft beer guy like my brother, who's probably furious at everything I've said uh, already anyways, because he's always furious at everything I say, because I'm not a craft beer guy like he is in terms of all his knowledge. Um, if you're that level of knowledge, you this is Disney World to you. This is great point. This great is great point th- for a bar. This has got to be an A plus to you. I've never been at a bar that had such. Yeah, a this selection. has got to be an A plus to you. For me, as somebody who loves beer, loves craft beer, but isn't as advanced, and I know there's a lot of other people I know who love beer, but know even way less than I do, I could see being very confused and very overwhelmed. So I don't know if a better system in terms of the categorizations would help or suggestions maybe for for newbies. I don't think that's the vibe though. So I understand it's like, look, if you want really great craft beer at a, at a bar and, and great beer from around the world at a bar, this is the place to go. This is where you want to go to. So that's fine. I understand that. Um, so there's really nothing more that I would want out of this for a bar. And if I compare it to a bar, my standard at a bar, are you kidding me? Most bars, you get like five or six beers on draft. They all suck. And then you get another half a dozen dozen bottles. And most of them suck. So I, honestly, for beer, not for as a brewery, but for a bar, I'm going to go A because like what else do you want like what else are you possibly going to get at a bar in terms of hundreds of awesome domestic imported beers beers that you can't get on draft other places it's unbelievable so i think for all those reasons another a for you yeah it was like for a bar what more do you want in terms of the beer being provided to you uh, do you want them to put it in a in a a Viking horn and fudd- funnel it down your gullet? Why do I feel like that might happen here sometimes? <laughs> uh, well, there you go. That's to my point. That, there's vibes of that. Yeah. So uh, that's my grade for those reasons. I, I think that's a good grade. And I think that, like you were saying, the fact that the waitress was so knowledgeable, and I'm sure that the really other helped. people yeah, really helped. That, did re- that did really help. I'm trying to factor in the fact that it was a little overwhelming and I'm even less of a beer expert than you are and then your brother is. And I'm thinking about someone with my level of noob, noob, noob beer. I still would recommend that you go to this place because it's freaking awesome. But I do think maybe even look at the beer menu beforehand so you kind of have an idea I wish I would have asked your brother Johnny beforehand, what would I like? What would be a good thing here? And I stuck with the tap menu, but I think I probably would have found something I liked even more. I did not walk away saying, oh, I love any of these beers. And again, it's a bar, so you're not going to get a flight. You're not going to get to try things. A lot of them are bottles. They're not going to open up bottles for you to take a sample. No, I understand what you're saying. You would have been I happy. You would have been happy with a couple of Miller Lights. Absolutely not. A couple no. of Bud Lights, <laughs> maybe a Coors. Coors. The- I, I do think the lines. presentation of the beers were were really a great as well in specific glasses that mm-hmm. match the specific beers. They really know beer yeah, here. I, I, yeah. And it's almost like they chose not to be a brewery because they wanted to highlight all the different beers from around the world. I'm just going to go with the A- because of maybe a little bit 
more of a system or some way to do some recommendations for newbies because like you're not yeah. just getting I like that. craft yeah. beer experts coming in there. Yes, yeah. you're getting a lot, but you're also getting newbies. Yeah. So I'm going to go A- minus for the that. beer. I hear that. That that makes a lot of sense. Again, I think it's important to distinguish. It's like, yeah, it could be a little overwhelming if you're just with friends who are craft beer snobs, but uh, I mean, that's a good thing if you are a craft beer snob, right? right? Absolutely. So th- that, that's fine. That's that's the experience. Um, and it's still fantastic overall. So Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's fair, which leads us to food. Yes. Our very last category, food. Do I start? Yes. A plus. Really? Yeah. For bar food? You feel that strongly. Are you kidding me? For bar food? Have you hard, had bar food before? <laughs> Most bar food. You've never given it A plus. A plus. The as not as food. Are you delirious for this midnight recording? I'm or? very delirious. I am breaking precedent. No, not as it is food, but as bar food. We're we're grading this place as a bar, right? Right. I've had a lot of trash bar food in my time. Okay. Comparing this food. Oh, like the time that we got that little oh, baby God. pretzel. The, the Bavarian pretzel at that dive bar in Seattle. Yes. And it was a super pretzel from the grocery store microwaved <laughs> on a giant hook, like a like a meat hook. <laughs> That's my point. That's that's my point. Or yeah, that's true. Yes, that's true. Okay, let me take this you through menu this. Was let me take you through this. They separated our salads. I, right. I forgot to ask about the dressing because most ninety, unless you're going to like a, what I would consider to be an A minus or higher restaurant, they just toss on whatever shit salad dressing they have and soak it so it's sitting... I've never seen you so passionate about food. Well, I'm (laughs) very delirious. And it's just sitting in a puddle of gross, sugary, oversweet salad dressing. Unless you go to a very nice, fancy dining place and it's a nice drizzle. It's mixed in. It's nuanced. It's flavorful. It's fresh. It's original. It's real ingredients. It That was that. That salad dressing. It was... And I forgot when the salad came, I said, oh, my God, they put the dressing on. I forgot to ask for it on the side because we're at a bar. And, of course, it's just going to be garbage, trash grocery store dressing. I don't know if it was made in-house, but I love the dressing. And, it, again, it was light. Really good. It was perfect. It paired perfectly with just the baby greens, whatever. I crushed that salad. I thought you it was awesome. You ate that salad so quickly. Now, to my other point, we also ordered the – what do they call them? Palm frites or some nonsense? Yeah, french fries. The, yeah, the palm frites. And – with this fancy uh, garlic mayo. They make their own garlic kebab. mayo. And if you know me, I oh my hate goodness. mayo. Yes. I do not. I never eat mayo. I don't put it on You anything. don't eat anything that's white. I think it's a crime against all <laughs> egg products. It's eggs with you eggs. You don't like milk. You don't like that's mayo. Not no, uh, you don't like any kind of ranch, any kind of I don't white, like ranch. Yeah. Uh, condiment. Yeah, dressing, creamy dressings, creamy dressings, creamy dressing. It's yeah. I, I mean, maybe Alfredo sauce, wh- whatever. I'm not a big creamy dressing guy, is the point. Especially mayo. This stuff, though, I was scarfing it down by the end. I was dipping the cucumbers from my salad in this mayo. Yeah, garlic mayo dressing. It was so good and so unique, and yeah. paired with those French fries. And like it, was, it was a, a little dream. it was a little spicy too a little spicy. just a tinge the fries tasted like fresh potatoes. potatoes they were a little bit burnt where they were crispy and not undercooked but crispy not crispy on the outside soft on the inside and they were cut. skinny yes thin cut you french did, fries there was no salt and pepper on the table cuz guess no, what you didn't, you need, didn't it. need it they were perfectly salted and peppered great sign of a grade food the burger burger was great the burger was great we it got felt it really we got good, it with cheddar really and broccoli rob toppings yes. 
Never seen that before. Guess what? It was fantastic. Do you know what else I hate? Overly cheesy burgers. Do you know what that cheese was? Perfectly balanced. Perfect. Just a taste. The bread was really good as well. Bread was great. Didn't ask, oh, what kind of bun do you want? Do you want a brioche? Do you want yeah. a pretzel bun? Do you want a hot dog bun? Do you want a hat bun? No. Here's your bun. It's delicious. <laughs> Spoiler alert. You're going to love it. Guess what? I did. So I think we should always podcast after midnight. I'm 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 eight great after hours. This is great. Do you see my point though? Yes, I see your point. So I would say for restaurant food, this was in A range, but for a bar, I'm going A plus. Prove me wrong. You want me to write down A plus? Prove me wrong. All right. Well, what's your criticism of the food? I want to know. I was gonna go A minus. <gasps> only because I felt like it was a little heavy and a little greasy. The fries and the. I loved it. A minus is still phenomenal. You complain that fries were, were greasy. That's like complaining that like baseball is too much of whatever it is. I still gave it an A minus. Or soccer is too much running. That's, that's what that's like. That's a really good. Oh really yeah, I love good. soccer, but it's just it's, they also had. Options. I love running, but it's too much of it. Like, <laughs> what else did they have? They had options for pretty what much anybody. What about the tart? We forgot about the oh, blueberry yeah, we tart. Did have dessert. They had a bunch of desserts that they get from a local baker. Which yeah. sounds really great. Yeah, some sort of wizard baker, I believe. Yes, Harry yeah. Potter. Yeah, Harry he, Potter. Land. After was, he graduated was, from Hogwarts I say and defeated it was Voldemort, really, really good. he opened a bakery. It was like a blueberry tart. Hangs at Monks. Unbelievable. That was a roller coaster of favorite too. Yes. Uh, I'm sticking with my A plus for food. I am just shocked right now. You've never given it A plus in any category. Here's the thing: if we were at a like a brewery place or a restaurant, like or a fancy restaurant. restaurant I would say like, yeah, it's maybe A minus A. So maybe that's where I'm coming up with this A minus grade from. I would love to try more of their menu. My I would point love is, to. My point is, again, going back to my initial claim, I've eaten at a lot of bars in my life. This was probably the best bar food I've ever had. Now, let's also... Like not including craft breweries, just not bars. Let's knock an A minus though. We're, we're no, no, arguing between A minus and A plus. These are both phenomenal grades. No, but you see what, I, what I'm saying? Yes. Like I'm literally saying, I'm thinking back to like college and like right. just everywhere i've been in I, my life like I different totally, bars I totally i've never understand. had food this good at a bar i'm looking back to last week the tacos that we had at that's a brewery not the a bar. food truck was a brewery but i think the food was just as good there and i gave oh, I that so. an a minus i don't think it was just as good it was a it was maybe a little bit cleaner and less heavy and I sometimes struggle when things are too heavy. And maybe that's my fault. I should have maybe just stuck with a salad or something like that. But again, I'm still going with an A minus. I still think this is a place that you go and you do not just drink here. You need to eat here as well. Oh, this yeah, food definitely. is worth it. If you're yeah. going to Monk's, it is a dinner and drinks type situation. The food is in the A range without a doubt. I mean, we're arguing over A minus to A plus. This is a great food here in that a range and it's worth eating anything on that menu i bet especially those french fries yeah i'm glad that when we got there they asked oh do you want to sit at the bar or do you want food and i was like food, food. <laughs> it was a good decision great decision a very good decision a great decision a plus in my opinion you ready for our overall grades yeah i think so all right let's get let's at tally them up baby so for wow for atmosphere and ambiance, you gave an A minus. I gave a B plus. For service, we both gave A. For beer, you gave an A. I gave an A minus. 
for food, you gave an A plus and I gave an A minus. I didn't even know we could give A pluses. <laughs> we can't. But we I'm just doing made it. a new rule. I love yeah. it. Well, we're doing the bar category, so or bar yeah, this is the bar distinction. So yeah. bars now, can remember, have A pluses. This apparently. is a bar, not a brewery. Absolutely, yeah. bars yes. can have A pluses. All right, I like that. You ready for a three, two, one countdown? I'm ready for, for a three, two, one. Grades? I know my grade. I know my grade. You ready? Yeah. Three, three two, one. A minus. Monks. Huh? <laughs> I told you it's late. I'm slipping. Uh, I'm gonna go A. Okay. I, I again I think back to all of my bar experiences. I've had some really great ones, have had some awful ones. I feel like bars are kind of like that. They're kind of all over the place, much more so even in my experience compared to coffee roasters and craft breweries. And I mean, I'm sure as we go to more bars to kind of review and grade them, we're gonna get much more confident in this rubric. Like I may look back and say, okay, that's a little nuts to give an A plus for food. But again, we have to build towards that. And I think, as you said earlier, squabbling over A minuses and A's is the best of problems to have, in our opinion, as us talking about what we think of your establishment, Absolutely. right? So I think in either case, it's a fantastic grade. And uh, I'm going to leave it up to you for overall podcast grade. Oh, yeah, no pressure there. This is really interesting. <laughs> now, do you remember, this is just what I'm thinking back to. We went to an awesome sushi restaurant in Seattle called Wasabi, mm-hmm. and I thought it was overall A. Mm-hmm. And you argued that it cannot be an overall A experience. It's an A minus because your t- your chair was wobbly. No, because the table is wobbly. Right. Yes. I would say that the flickering lights are my version of the table being wobbly. But you described it as part of the reason why you love the atmosphere and No, ambiance. you did. I Let said I said I Let did not like nope, it. Nope, because you said it had this very unique divey bar feel to it. There's very much this character to it. Flickery lights are sort of a part of that, no? Whereas a wobbly table at what's supposed to be a fancy bougie five-star restaurant, that's unacceptable. That's that is not my expectation. A little flicker to my lights. Come couple, on. A couple of things that put me in an A minus, not an A. Like the, what else? The lights. Mm-hmm. which were a little bit distracting to the point where I asked you, I was like, wait, why are they flickering? The fact that the bathroom was just average. All right, the bathroom, you... you the bathroom I, was average. I give you the bathroom. The fact that there are some times that you go there that there is a line outside. Okay. And maybe you want to go and you can't if you're in Philly on a Friday or Saturday night. The fact that the beer list is slightly overwhelming. Again, these are still... This place is still in the A range. I feel mm-hmm. very strongly that this is either an A or an A minus. Mm-hmm. I would argue for an A minus for okay. those reasons. However, if you wanted nope. it to go down as an A, wait, nope. don't do a spite. Nope. <laughs> okay. I love how you know exactly what I'm up if to. If you can convince me, finish me off on why you think it's an A and I will put A officially in the book. No, you convince me. Are you saying that out of spite? Are you really N- saying No, I, I said show me show me your argument and that makes perfect sense to me there were just a couple of small things that i think the a's are higher but you gave an a plus for food i don't know well i also have no idea how to grade a bar because we've never done it so i'm very happy with that because again we've never given a craft brewery an a grade no even the best ones that we've graded have only ever been a minuses exactly again of exactly the reasons you know where there are certain things that again stand out to you where you might love a lot of it, but maybe there's a little bit more that, again, you would want or whatever the case is. So 
Uh, a minus is fine. I don't care. That's still outstanding. It's above outstanding. C is average, satisfactory. B is a little higher than that. A is the top of the range. We've only given out a couple of A minuses for breweries. Even. Well, I feel like if we go to other bars and we grade them, we'll look back at this and either say like, oh, yeah, A minus is accurate or, uh, yeah, that was kind of crazy. We probably should have given it an A. But in either case, what's the difference? It's like, go there. It's amazing. Go it's awesome. there. Go yeah. If you are in Philly, do not miss Monks. People were right. Everybody go who said to Monks. When I, when I would tell people I was going to Philly and they said Monks, 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 Monks. And I, I just didn't understand because all they were saying was monks. I understand now. It's amazing. A for amazing. You should go. So A minus officially from A grade podcast. Go there. Check it out. You heard it here. Go in February on a rainy Thursday. Uh, Hell yeah. Go to monks. Nobody's there because it's awesome. Yes. Go to monks. It's awesome. It's probably one of the best bars that I've ever been to. Ever. And it was quite an experience that I will remember. So much character. So cozy, so transformative. What a beer list. Great service. Yeah, really Highly cool Highly recommend. Yeah, really cool place. Go out of your way. Go to Monks. You heard it here. And what a way to you kick off Philly, huh? Oh my gosh. It gets me really excited for Philly. Oh God, I got to get up tomorrow. And Although is anything so going to live up to our Monks expectations? I hope so. Right? This is, I feel, I love starting out on a high note. Because we, we could have gone and been like, man, that was a lot of cockroaches. Uh, C, C, not even C for cockroaches. F for F them cockroaches. F for right? F in cockroaches. Get I've me gone to places where here. people have recommended me. They're like, oh, you got to go to that place. I'm like, man, that's a lot of cockroaches. So you never know. I have, will never forget the place we went on our road trip in, I shouldn't say where. F on the flies. other side of the country where there were flies landing on people's faces and i thought i was gonna throw up f for flies <laughs> that was not the experience here at there monks. were no flies in monks there were no flies in monks this is an awesome awesome bar yeah so anyways uh i guess that's everything right yeah i think that's everything don't worry we will not do our next podcast this tired we will be back to our normal shenanigans not our after hours midnight shenanigans yeah and on that note <laughs> thanks for listening to a grade podcast this yes, week yes thank you you can everybody. check out bonus content on patreon.com slash a grade podcast or link in the description man i'm fading fast it's this time is, this is brutal if you listen to this and you have any thoughts on monks if you've been there please reach out we love hearing from you guys check out our subreddit that we <gasps> just started yeah, a new subreddit a new subreddit where wait what is it r r a grade podcast yeah, yes that's the one where we're hoping we see a vision that people will use our rubric to rate review and grade different places all around the country and maybe even the world and we'll have a little database for everybody going forward a new version of a rating reddit where anybody can look and it sounds really exciting to me so check it out can i hype next week's episode yes you sure can because i believe we're going to release this on monday yes in a couple days and next week then it is time to hype next week if you've made it this far you're getting a real hype an uber hype oh an uber hype yeah so we will be at uber geek brewing back in new york we actually just recorded that episode and we've been waiting to release it. And it's a really great interview with Rob, the owner, head brewer there. 
So definitely stay Our first interview. Yeah, stay tuned for that next week because uh, I thought it was really interesting. He had a lot of um, really interesting thoughts, and he's just a fascinating, awesome dude doing a lot of cool stuff at a, at a really new brewery. Yeah, and it really solidified for me why Uber Geek was rated in our 2021 A Greedies as the best brewery of 2021. Hearing him talk about the process of beer and what he sees coming for the future and how he started the brewery, what great insights. I feel really good about our, you know, nominating him for that award. Yep. And uh, check it out. Check it out. We can't wait for you to listen. Yeah. So we'll be recording tomorrow morning a lot more Philly reviews coming yes. up. Coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more, like we say. So until next time, stay safe out there, be well, drink well, and hope to see you then. Bye. Bye-bye.